Welcome to Podcast 1017. This podcast will feature interviews with Drew's professionals who are experts in their fields and who will share their experiences and success stories. We hope the podcast will allow you to not only learn about various industries, but also inspires you to achieve your own version of greatness. Network 1017 knows the importance of a strong network and have made it our mission to provide you opportunities to build professional networks and to cultivate success within our community. Thank you to our sponsors, Mike and Salam Gaida, Nabil and Dad Al Mashtu, Wael and Diana Fayad. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast 1017. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Nada Nasruddin. She's a TEDx speaker, founder and CEO of Rise Up For You. So I'm very excited to have Nada on the show today because she is a unique woman. She really focuses on emotional intelligence in the workplace and outside of the workplace. So Nada, please, I just want to first start off by saying thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I'm excited to share with you guys. <laughs> We're excited too. So now let's just start by saying like, you know, how'd you even, like, why did you start this company? Shout out curiosity. Um, so long story short, uh, my first career I ever had was as a performer and I used to tour internationally around the world. And I recognized um, in those moments with a cast of 40 traveling that the number one challenges that we had on tour, it didn't have anything to do with the singing or the dancing or our product or branding and strategy, but it had everything mm-hmm. to do with people. You know, mm-hmm. how we communicated, how we worked with one another and both sides of people. So wow. internally, like with the self and then how we show up and um, respond and receive from others and communicate. So when I got done performing, I took a, a really big interest in leadership Mm-hmm. Um, to figure out, you know, how do you lead people? How do you work with one another and, and really bridge that gap in communication and emotional intelligence? And I went into the corporate world and became an executive. And I had a staff of over 200 people when I was wow. 27 years old. And I saw the same challenges happening, you know, like individuals that had PhDs and masters that had a hard time showing up, you know, they didn't feel fulfilled, there wasn't purpose, they didn't have confidence or self worth of themselves. Um, and vice versa. And because of some of those challenges, um, they had a hard time communicating with, uh, with one another. The reactions to people um, and company culture was also toxic. So mm-hmm. when you have those two elements, really the only way to bridge that gap is through working through people, right? We call them people problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where my interest really started in how do we build positive behaviors, confidence, um, confidence, uh, a positive mindset so that we can have success, whether it's in an individual's life or organizational success, right? Um, and that was really where it started. And then I went through some of my own challenges where I had to walk the walk. You know, I lost mm-hmm. both of my parents before I was 31. Wow. I went through, you know, a heartbreak where I lost everything. And it really, you know, when I built the company in the beginning, I built it for individuals like myself. That was like, when you're this professional individual, that's educated, how do you rise up and how do you become resilient so that you can continue to live a life that you're proud of? And that's kind of where it started. And now today we are blessed to work with individuals and corporations all over North, North America doing this work. Right. Well, first, sorry about your parents, Ali and Hamon. And, and uh, what you've created out of yourself is phenomenal. So you should be very proud because that's yeah. amazing story. Most people would, you know, choose other you know, perspectives and say, okay, well, this is my life now. This is how I'm going to have to deal with it. But you've, you've taken it somewhere very further. And I, and I love that. So thank you. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think that's the, that's the, you nailed it on the head, right? It's like most people would do this. Mm, yeah. The big question that I think everybody has is what makes successful, happy individuals different from other individuals that say that they're not or that feel unfulfilled, right? And because the reality is, and this was something that I really had to recognize at a young age is every single person has a story. You know, I bet if I took a microphone on the street and it said, tell me about your story, then we can sympathize and really have so much empathy for every individual. But it's really what that individual does with the pain that they have, right? I always say, like, use your pain as skill for growth. You know, some mm. of us do and some of us don't. And what's the why behind it? Right. I love that. That's so powerful because, like you said, everybody has a story. And that, that's the key to understanding someone and how to uh, communicate with them in a certain way to know what the, what, what place they're at. So I love Absolutely. that you're saying that. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what do you do day to day to show up for your business? It's a good question. So I do have a morning routine. I'd be lying if I say that I do it a hundred percent of the time. There's days where I wake up and I don't want to do it. So I don't, right. <laughs> um, but my typical morning routine is I wake up, I have a cup of coffee and I sit on the couch with complete silence and I just enjoy the, the peace with my coffee, which is my mm -hmm. favorite drink. And I just that. sit there and I let my body wake up. And then when I'm ready, I'll grab a book and I'll read. Sometimes I'll read three pages. Sometimes I'll read a couple chapters. I just, I let my, my mind decide in the moment. Um, and then I'll meditate for a few minutes, five minutes or so. And I actually have affirmations. You know, I have affirmations that are in my journal and I talk to my parents and I talk to God and I just mm. like put good stuff out there and I actually verbalize it like I say it. And I read the mm. same thing every day. Like help me to become my best self, help me to show up at my fullest and my greatest and make wise decisions. And I always say thank you to my parents and God just for everything that I have and that I'm blessed with. So I, I do that every day. I love that. Give me an example of of something that you say to yourself just day to day because i know you said help me with this but what affirmation do you say to yourself specifically i say i always end the affirmation with success love money kindness greatness are here for me go out mm. and get it i love that i love like that. I, I always put out in the universe that there's no block right like any hindrance is in my mind mm. this is my personal belief right so I always say like all of these things, they're out there for me. Like there's mm -hmm. plenty of opportunity when it comes to like financial success, prosperity, kindness, good people, community, relationships. Like, and I say like, go get it. Like it's there for you, go get it. And everybody has that, go get it. So you said something important. You said there's no block for you. Yeah. Um, what if someone has a foggy block in their brain? Right. Yeah. Let's say there's there's no clarity up there. Right. Yeah. I want to start with personal before we go in professional. But let's say they're fogged up in their brain personally, and they just feel like they don't know what their next move is, or they don't know how to continue their path. How do you how do you help someone with that to be emotionally intelligent within themselves? Yeah, it's a really good question. The first thing that I'm going to say is I know you mentioned like personally, not professionally, but the reality is is that they're intertwined, right? And mm -hmm. so we talk a lot about like work life well being, but work is a part of us, and life mm -hmm. is like it's all connected because work is in our life, right? And so, and, and that's part of the thing that we talk about is you know, it's no longer this world where we have these personal challenges, and then the second we walk into our office, we're all of a sudden like this robot that's happy go getter, like everything right. affects everything. We take work home. We bring our home into work. Mm -hmm. And so you bring up a really good point because one of the biggest challenges with emotional intelligence, right, or getting to your next level is what we call accurate self-assessment. 
Meaning that sometimes we think something about ourselves, but other people don't view us that way, right? Or we don't come off that way. And we call these blind spots. And every single person has blind spots. So I'll give you a perfect example. When I was an executive, um, I had a lot of team members, a lot of um, educators say that they were intimidated by me, even though I had an open, do open, open door policy. And I used to say, no, no, I'm not intimidating. Like, that's your problem, not mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you get it. You got to get over that. You know right. what I mean? And then I did an assessment. Okay, so an assessment is one way to do it. I did an, an anonymous assessment where I assessed 200 of our team members mm -hmm. at, about me as an executive, the executive team. I was the only executive that did it because everybody else was like, I'm not going to play that game. Right. And 70% came back and said that I was intimidating. Wow. So what does that tell you? That tells you that my assessment of myself was not accurate, that for some reason, I was showing up as intimidating to individuals. Now, if 5% came back and said that, then we can assume that, okay, maybe there's something with that 5% that doesn't resonate, but 70% said it, That's which means that I had, yeah, that means that I had a blind spot that I needed to make a shift in. Mm -hmm. So I always say like for an individual, try to have like really honest conversations with yourself by yourself, right? Because mm -hmm. that's the most, you can be the most transparent because no one's judging you except for yourself, which is a right. whole other story. I say do assessments. So I always say like, even if you sent an email right now and you took out your computer and you sent an email to five of your closest friends and say, what do you think are my top three weaknesses? What do you think are my top three strengths? And see if they align with what you say. Right. Mm. Um, and then another thing is doing an emotional intelligence assessment that, and this is the key point because a lot of companies will give you an emotional intelligence assessment, but they only give it to the one individual. We take it. Okay. That it's like, take that emotional intelligence assessment. I have one that I can send if anybody wants it. Yeah. That'd be great. 24 point competency assessment, take it. And now take that same assessment. Oh, did I lose you? No, no, I'm there. Okay. Now take that same assessment and give it to five people that you're close to and see how they assess you on those same competencies. Oh, wow. Oh, I love that. And, and, and that's where you're, and it breaks it down like self-talk all the way down to leadership and communication. There's 24 competencies. And then you'll be able to see like, okay, I gave myself a 20% in confidence. Mm -hmm. And, but over here, these five individuals gave me a 95%. Maybe I'm more harsh on myself when it comes to that. Than I, than I need to be, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's overinflated. So we've worked with professionals that have given themselves like a 95 in leadership, a 95% in leadership, and then their scores come back and their team gives them a 60%. It's like, wow. ah, that means that their, their perception of how they lead is inflated and they need to do some work. I like that because it's checking yourself. That's, and it's all about accurate self-assessment. And we've all been there where we've had an individual, whether it's a family member, a team member, a sibling, where we're like, you don't see how you are. Like you're, yeah. you don't see how you behave. And, and because we're in it and it is us, sometimes mm -hmm. we, can't, we can't find it. Yeah, this is really great to send to my parents. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everybody, we all need it. I need it. Oprah, Tony Robbins, we all need it. We all need it, right? <laughs> yeah. But I love that. That's, that's powerful because it really does, like I said before, check yourself. It puts you in a position of self-responsibility and allows you to also seek kind of guidance from others in a way who spend a lot of day-to-day -day, day -day time with you that could really yeah. give you some great feedback. And that's the key, right? It's, um, again, sometimes we're more in it, we're too close to it. And I mean, t transparently, 
a lot of times people don't want to do the inner work. And when yeah. I say people, I mean companies too. Like our number one challenge with corporations, and it's the same across the board, is that it's really, it's, it's scary to do the deep dive work right? It's mm. scary for a company to do the deep dive and recognize like what are really some of the challenges that are happening in the workplace, you know, whether it's like stress management, diversity, inclusion, bullying, communication, because nobody wants to air their dirty laundry. It doesn't matter if it's a huge corporation or one individual where they also have to do the deep dive and say, where are my challenges in my life? What am I happy with right now? What am I not? And then how do I move forward? I mean, that's mm. a scary place for people, companies to be in. And, and my whole thing is, is let's try not to make it scary. Let's try right. to make it something that's positive that can move you forward to that next level of growth or fulfillment or purpose. Right. I love that. Do you feel with emotional intelligence, there's a different way of approaching it when it comes to women and men? Um, I wouldn't say that there's a different way of approaching it, but there's definitely different statistics Okay. And I would say like education, that's really important. It's interesting that you bring this up because next, next week I'm holding a workshop on women in the workplace that's open for men. And the mm. whole point of it is to talk simply about this is that we have different beliefs, right? And so mm. it's not necessarily a different approach, but it's understanding the beliefs that we have are different and then understanding the similarities that we have. And so one of the things that a lot of men don't know is that research actually shows that there's 15 beliefs that most women have, for example, in the workplace. Hmm. 13 of them have to do with like us, meaning like it has to be 100% or a perfectionist mindset or wow. scared you're not going to be um, seen because you're a woman or you don't have enough confidence or you're afraid to ask for a promotion. Like it's things that like we have like a limiting belief and research mm -hmm. shows that across the board in the United States, where if we look at some of the research with men, let it's not to say that they they don't lack confidence because there's a lot of men that still struggle, but they just show up differently. Right. Okay. Right? Like they don't necessarily wait until they have a hundred percent of the knowledge to apply for their job. Mm -hmm. If they have 60%, they're going to do it. They take more risk, right? And right. so that, those are the things that are important for us to understand so that when we are talking about emotional intelligence, we understand like the different belief patterns. And it's the same for like people of underrepresented communities, diversity and inclusion, LGBTQ community. I mean, if we look at like every group, there are some psychological differences and beliefs and programming that we all have that affect our emotional intelligence. Wow, that's crazy. So then let's see if an executive right now, Drew's executive, he's listening to this. He's a CEO of his own company, whatever, you know, they're running, even a manager. Okay. What would you give them now? Let's say if they just want to get to know their employees better and help them feel safe and empowered in their work environment. What would you give them right now just to start? Okay. Two things. The first thing I would do is the anonymous assessment. Okay. That's the first thing. A completely anonymous no name on it so that you can get true, honest, authentic feedback. And even though it's going to be harsh, okay, and in some cases scary because nobody wants to look yeah. at the truth, it's, it's exactly what you need if you really want to grow. If you really want to take the company to that next level, then you need to gather as much information that's authentic as possible so that you can make movement. And the only way mm. to do that is through anonymous surveys because right. they feel safe. That's the first thing that I would do. And then look at all of that information 
and, mo and, and then take action from there. Okay, 70% of the people said that the workplace culture here is toxic. Mm -hmm. All right, we need to do some work, right? 60% right. say that they feel like it, there's no equality. Okay, we need to do some work. 75% say that there's a lack of communication from the leadership team. Okay, we need to fix that. So once we start to see like this data that's anonymous, then we can look at it and say, okay, I mean, this is, these are clear signs from our team members that we need to make a shift. And then you can take action based off of that, both mm -hmm. the pros and the, the cons, right? right. Um, the second thing that I would do is start to bring in professional development. Mm -hmm. So team, like, it's not only a company's responsibility, it's also accountability as individuals. Mm -hmm. And sometimes like we need to educate the individual so that they become more motivated to continuously educate themselves, mm -hmm. right? So bringing in like a workshop for 90 minutes on communication, bringing in a workshop on career competence for mm -hmm. men and women. Because the challenge that we're seeing today in the workforce is that people don't speak up. Hmm. problems can never be solved if people don't speak up but then there's fear and so people would rather just keep their mouth shut and keep their job and like have that paycheck and stability than to say hey like there's some challenges that are happening here that we need to work together to fix that crucial so, conversation basically yeah conscious conversations and so I always say that confidence is a really, I mean, and, and most people know, like I always say like confidence, confidence, confidence. It's a competency that I'm really strong with teaching. And I think that we have to, we have to instill confidence in men, women, youth, everybody from when they're two years old until, you know, they keep growing because it's such an important component to making any kind of change whether it's in yourself, whether it's in a, a company or community and even just getting to that next phase of growth. So let's say if someone wanted to hire your company, right? Other than the, the testing side, what do you guys do to bring to the table to help a company um, build that safe and strong environment? That's a good question. So essentially our company, we focus on enhancing company culture through the development of people skills. Okay. Also known as soft skills. And these are all the skills that we've been talking about. Emotional intelligence, communication, diversity and inclusion, stress management all the challenges that have to do with us as people, not necessarily like the brand or the product or the sales strategy. We do everything that enhances these. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you can have an amazing brand, an amazing product, your sales strategy could be on point, but if your people aren't working, then mm -hmm. these are only gonna use like 30% of their potential. And so we can go into a company in two ways. We either go in and just work with their people. So we do the trainings, as I mentioned, we do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Or if a company is really struggling with their culture from the top, meaning that there needs to be a shift at the top before we just go in and do training, then mm -hmm. we would go in with their executive team and their HR and we would start to map out systems and strategies and plans that can support that company culture. Hmm. I love that. That's it's such a, and I can tell that you also know exactly what you're going to do when you walk in the door, which is yeah. really good. Yeah. It, it gives people confidence. And it's different for every company. And so that's why we have to talk with them because some companies will say, you know, we have a really high employee turnover rate. Right. Okay? Let, let's say we have a 90% turnover rate. So then that means that for us, we need to work with the company itself, the upper level company to figure out why do you have an employee turnover rate that's so high? And then what are the strategies and systems that we can build for you and put in place? And it also depends on the industry. I mean, we work with companies that are health industries, jewelry industries, tech, 
and their approach is all a little bit different because their employees think differently. Mm. What books would you recommend for someone who's just kind of like dipping their toes in this, in this world, let's just say, right? What, what books would you recommend or maybe podcasts or something? Yeah, I am a huge fan of Eckhart Tolle. Yeah, um, I love him. He has two incredible books. Uh, the one that I really love is called A New Earth. Mm, okay. So I would recommend reading A New Earth. And that's more for like individual personal development. But again, it serves professionally. Mm. professionally. So I recommend that one. And then podcasts. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Jay Shetty. I'm a huge yeah. fan of, I, I like Tony Robbins. You know what I mean? There's always golden nuggets in there. I love Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Who doesn't I like Oprah? Love, but yeah. The ones that I love. Um, yeah. So I love that. So now that, you know, you, it sounds like you, you came from a past that was really difficult, but you really changed yourself along the way, which is phenomenal. What's one truth you found on your journey that you would like to share with us? Ooh, that's an interesting question. I would say the one truth that I found is that everything you need is already inside of you. Mm. Everything that you need is already in you. You just have to peel back some of the layers, some of the some of the beliefs and the layers and the experiences that we've accumulated across the way that have kind of hindered what we can see, we have to get rid of those and get back to the core of who we are. And I, and I really believe that. I love that. One last question, just because I want to ask you specifically, what would you tell your 25 year old self if you could now living this life so far? Uh, 25 year old self, enjoy each and every day enjoy each at 25 i would have said enjoy each and every day because you don't know what tomorrow brings right i love that Neda, seriously thank you so much your wisdom and your experience is phenomenal so i'm really excited to put this one out there and to all the Jews who are listening to this, if you have a company or you work for a company and you know that uh, Neda's services are um, much needed, <laughs> definitely reach out to her. And Neda, where can we find you so they can do that? Thank you. Well, you can always email me. My email is nln at riseupfree.com. You can go to riseupfree.com, fully spelled out. And our social media handle is as well as riseupfree.com. Perfect. All right, guys. And we'll also place it on the description below. And another uh, thank you again. Seriously. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. No problem. Stay tuned until next time, guys.